Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Ask Alika. And today I'm doing another killer case study. I did one a couple of weeks ago on Netflix and it got a really good response. So I'm doing another one today on Red Bull. So I don't admire Red Bull for their nutritional or lack of nutritional benefits, but I do appreciate and admire their marketing and branding strategy. It's part of the reason they're doing so well. They sell over 6 billion cans of drink a year and they earned uh, roughly $7 billion in revenue uh, in 2017. So, why are they doing so well? What are they doing in their marketing and branding uh, that is enabling them to dominate the global market? There are four elements that I have observed with Red Bull, right, that makes them so powerful. Number one, they have really clear brand values. So they have a motto and it's Red Bull gives you wings, right? So typically when someone thinks of Red Bull, they think adventure, fun, uh, edgy, anti-authoritarian, you know, young, youthful, you know, all those words come to mind. And I actually asked a bunch of my staff, you know, what they thought of Red Bull. And those were the words that they came up with straight off the bat, right? So, obviously, Red Bull has done a good job with their branding message. And, you know, with the Red Bull gives you gives you wings branding message, they make people uh, feel like a hero, okay? So, if you drink our product, if you are involved with Red Bull, you are going to be a hero. That is very clear. Now, secondly... They have done really awesome with their event marketing. So, they sponsor and they create their own events, right? So, let me just read some of their events that they have created or sponsored. The Red Bull Air Race, the Red Bull Rampage, the Red Bull Crashed Ice Event, which is a bunch of four guys racing down on ice skates uh, down a hilly, swirly slope of ice. They crash into each other even though they try not to. Um, it's a really dangerous sport, but it's fun, it's edgy, and it fits the brand. There is, they have Red Bull Soapbox, Red Bull Flug Tag, which is um, contestants making a homemade aeroplane and flying it off into a river. They have the Red Bull Cliff Diving event, Red Bull Snow Scrapers, Red Bull Big Tune, and a bunch of others, right? And so with these events... As you can, um, as you can hear, they really fit the brand message, the brand values of being fun, dangerous, edgy, cool, energetic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, yes, they sponsor events, but they also sponsor and create cultural events. So they're really big in the music slash artistry side of things, right? So this is some of their musical events: the Red Bull Culture Clash the Red Bull Mystic Festival, and Coachella, which is huge, right? It's one of the biggest events in the world, biggest music events. Um, People go to the desert in uh, somewhere in the US and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people come and all the big names rock up from Jay-Z to Beyonce to Lady Gaga and they perform, okay? Now, that's a red, you know, Red Bull are the major sponsors of that event, okay? Now, again, the reason why they're smart is because they – uh, sponsor sporting events and cultural events. So they get the, you know, sports represents the body and culture represents the mind. So they're getting uh, both sides of the coin here. Okay. Now, with their events, like they don't just sponsor them, 
and have like, you know, their banner in the stands and then that's it. They actually make them their own and they make them really interactive. For example, in the flood tag event where people will make their own aeroplanes and they fly them off into a river, the the attendants to the event actually are given a thumb sign, right? And if they feel that a plane's going to fly well, they'll hold up their uh, thumb sign and they'll give it a big thumbs up. If they feel that the plane's going to tank, then they'll give um, – then they'll turn their thumb sign upside down and give the plane a big thumbs down. So they keep it fun, they keep it exciting, they keep it fresh, and they include everyone, right? So that's part of the reason why their events do really well. Okay, so moving on to oh, and they also own a bunch of sport sporting sport teams as well. So they own the F1 racing team. I think they own a baseball team and and some others. So. Yeah, they're looking to not just sponsor teams but own their own. Um, okay, so let's talk about their PR stunts. They're really known for making ridiculously awesome and edgy and dangerous and adventurous PR stunts. One example is um, I think it was 2012 where this guy who was a uh, – a real crazy stunt man. He actually went into space, and he had an astronaut suit, and he was in a capsule in space. He had his Red Bull gear on. He had an astronaut helmet on, and he jumped off the capsule and did a free fall skydive all the way to the ground. Right, he parachuted, landed safely. He had a camera on his head so you could see him do the whole jump from start to finish, and it was insane. I remember watching it thinking this is incredible when he landed he gave everyone a big thumbs up you know people were emotional about it um, because it was insane it hadn't been done before I think that was the highest free fall skydive ever and um, because Red Bull was all over that event was all over that PR stunt you know after he lands you immediately think wow Red Bull is so cool and is so adventurous to create a PR stunt like that. Okay, so there, those are some examples of how they tie their events and their PR stunts with their brand values, okay? And they do it really well. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is content marketing. So, with Red Bull, look, they invest in all the content channels that they should, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, all, all the usual suspects, right? And they do it really well. They pump up really good content, um, they got video videographers that go out and they film all their events. Um, but the thing that they do that most people don't do, right, is that they actually own their own media. So they have a, an actual media company within the Umbrella Red Bull company. They own a TV station. They own a radio station. And they own a record label. So they actually have artists that produce music under them. So owning their own media... Um, is a really good way of getting out their message without relying, you know, on other social media channels, okay? It's always dangerous to just rely on other platforms. So, owning your own stuff is good and I'll talk a bit more about that later. Okay, now, the last element as to why they're successful, okay, we've talked about three of them. This is the fourth, is that they are customer obsessed. So, they focus on the user, right? Most companies, when they get to a success point, they stop caring about the user and they think short-term, they think about their profits, they think um, about themselves and they forget about the customer, right? Red Bull don't do that, okay? So, Red Bull, 
if you look at their events, if you look at their social media, they are thinking always about how do I make this experience fun, adventurous for the participant? How can I involve them? That's that's what they think about, right? And in their advertising, they don't talk much about the drink. Like I don't remember seeing a Red Bull ad where they actually talk about how great the drink tastes or what it actually does for them, which is, you know, keep them up at night. <laughs> like I don't think they really talk about that. I haven't seen anything like that. Instead, they focus on the experience and on the user and on making things interactive and fun for the user. And then naturally, if the user experiences a certain emotion, they will want to buy Red Bull. Simple as that. So they are customer obsessed. Now, question is, how do you then apply this to the local market? If you are an accountant, a lawyer, a plumber, a digital marketing agency like us, how do you do it? Right? Might sound great for Red Bull. They sell cans of drink to consumers. You might not be in that market, okay? You might be a business-to-business company, totally different. Well, not really, okay? Number one, let's go through this. How do you apply this to your own business, right? So, have clear brand values. How often do you see companies having values like, we provide good service, quality, and experience? Well, whoop-dee-doo, everyone should. You shouldn't be in business if you don't. Be specific. You know, like if you're on it. If you're an accounting firm, for example, right, are you a super fast company? So you get tax returns done in a really short time frame. And that's one of your values to be super fast, right? That's one of that. That's more specific than being having um, good experience. Okay. And that's just an example. It might sound silly, but be really specific with what your brand values are. Okay. Um, event marketing. Okay. Now, you might not think it's for you. You might be in uh, an industry that's completely different to Red Bull, business to business, right? Say, for example, you're a, you're a law firm, okay, um, or a finance firm. And you might think, events, what do you, you know, how do I apply that? Well, in B2B marketing, seminar, seminar events are really good. Like, they work really well, okay? And it depends, the success of them depends on how you run it. Okay, again, tie your events to your brand values. Okay, so if you are known to be really polished, high-end company, then your events should be run that way. Okay, have really gourmet food. Um, You know, if your office is really nice, have the event at your office. Okay, if your office isn't that nice, then find a really polished place to have your event. Okay, and just make the whole experience a polished one. So seminar marketing works really well. Networking functions that you hold at your own office where you invite your target audience. Again, run it according to your values. And um, conferences where you're the main sponsor. Uh, Events really work because it's a a place where you can meet people and if you can get yourself on stage, if you're a good speaker, that's always a good good idea. Now, on to content marketing. So I always say to people, if you had an infinite budget and infinite resources, then you would invest in every single social media platform under the sun and you'd spend time on all of them. But we don't live in that ideal world, okay? We all have budgets. We all have limited resources. So think about your audience. Are they old? Are they young? Are they? Where are they? Where do they live? What do they do? How do they behave? And where are they? Okay, do some research. Where are they? Ask people. 
do some internet research, test, test this. Um, are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Right? Choose the ones that they're on, focus on those channels and pump consistent content through them according to your brand values. A couple of tips, original content is always better than shared content. So try to create your own original content, get an iPhone, use the iPhone camera. It's good enough. I, I do heaps of videos on the iPhone. Don't have to invest in all this fancy stuff. Don't go overboard. It'll just be another block. Um, it'll be another barrier for you to actually get anything posted. So yeah, and don't be paralyzed by fear because then you just won't post anything, okay? Um, are people Googling you? Do, do some Google analysis on whether the search terms in your industry are actually being Googled. If they are, SEO is a good place for you. Google AdWords might also be. So just have a think, where is your audience? Now, the other thing with content marketing or digital marketing is owning your own media is a really darn good idea. Now, what does that mean? That means that you shouldn't only rely on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and, and YouTube, okay? Grow your following on your email database because it's very hard for anyone to steal your email database. It's yours. It's your list of emails that you can have forever and a day if you harvest that those details properly and, and legally. Now, the other thing is um, I have a podcast because that's not completely owned media, but um, that's my thing, right? I have it on SoundCloud. I have it on iTunes. I have it on different some different platforms, but all those audio files, they're my files, okay? And, you know, that that is my version of own media. And another way for me to get my brand message out there. And lastly, be customer obsessed. So again, don't forget about the customer. Whether you're doing digital marketing, whether you're... Um, you know, your, how your reception uh, speaks to a client, how your account managers speak to a client, always think about them first, okay? So, I, you know, with our company, I always say to the guys, you know, the receptionists, you know, you have to be, we want to be known as a very genuine, very friendly company, okay? Those are some of our values. So, the receptionist has to be genuine, has to be friendly. As soon as someone, in fact, before someone comes to our office, we actually send them an SMS message, right, with their an image of where we are, our location, because it's a little bit hard to find. It's in a rear entry, which is a bit annoying. So we send out a message to the uh, person visiting us and we say, this is how you find us. This is where you can park. This is where the free parking is. This is where the paid parking is. So they come and they're like, oh, I've got a message. And wow, that's nice of Alika to do that. The reception um, greets them with a warm smile. Do you want a drink of water? Do you want a coffee? Blah, blah, blah. Um, when we start the job, the account managers, again, they have to follow the same principles of being friendly, being genuine, being relational. These are our values. They've got to do it. And the aftercare, same thing, right? Um, don't always get it 100% right, but you know, we have to try, okay? Because those are our values. So we want to be customer obsessed. And I say to people, do that, be customer obsessed, okay? And when you align all these things, when you align number one, your clear brand values with number two, great event marketing uh, and even PR stunts, you know, sometimes. Uh, and when you align that with number three, great content marketing, great digital marketing, and you align all those things with number four, being customer obsessed, you are on the right track to doing really well as a business. So, I hope you learned a lot from that killer, killer case study. 
uh, about Red Bull. Any questions, fling me a personal message. Hope you have a wonderful week. Until next Tuesday, uh, peace. Peace.